Oh my God, Pam. Those make you look so ugly. Um, Pam, in order to get hotter, you take glasses off. You're moving in the wrong direction. I don't have my uh, contacts. That's bad. Bounty, I can't even hear you. It's just noise coming out of an ugly scientist. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. Are you? I am Jake. Coming in as Clark Kent with new glasses, looking all fresh. I'm like, wait a minute, who is this guy? Yeah, I got new glasses. So when you take them off, mm -hmm. does the cape come out and you just start flying <laughs> No, around? I'm not in shape enough for that. Looks good, well, dude. Well, thank you. I like it. Style. Yeah, I needed to get some new glasses. Yeah, you did. They was, those, those old ones are bad. Like, I mean, my... I like the old ones, but they're for like... Like, if you were standing and teaching a class, you wear those ones. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, who called? Oh, this girl at work, uh -oh. Mich Michelle, uh, family. Like, she's been friends with my sister forever. Yeah. She said like those glasses were my were my uh, Pam Beasley glasses. Remember the episode on the office uh -huh. when Pam Beasley when Pam forgot her her contacts, so she shows up to the office with uh... like these super old lady glasses, and everybody kept talking about how. Like, oh, we thought you were hotter or something like that. Just like just like <laughs> saying really like awful things yes, to her about yeah. her glasses. So. I like that. That's a great Cause, analogy. Because those were those were those looked exactly like those glasses from the office. Um I started season two, episode two of The Office last okay. night. Um why that specific one? Because season one isn't very good. No. And season two, episode one is the Dundies, and it's not great either. Oh, no. It's almost like a carryover from season one. Mm -hmm. um, season two, episode two, is sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. And that's where it kind of turns mm -hmm. into, like, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I started watching it again because it was Alex's birthday last week, mm -hmm. and we went to dinner, and I ordered her... What I got her for her birthday was this... Um, uh, Stranger Things t-shirt okay, yeah. and then a pack a 75 pack of Stranger Things stickers oh. and a 50 pack of The Office stickers because okay. she saw me watching The Office one day and she's like what is this and I was like this is The Office and she goes I'm going to go home and watch this and then she binge watched the whole thing mm. and she was like that was amazing so then at dinner she opens up The Office stickers and she's kind of like going through them mm -hmm. and there's like little just stickers that re reference moments in the show and just the little reference had her and I giggling and I was like man I gotta go back and watch that but then you know Jen's been home mm -hmm. and, and trying to get better and I was like getting ready uh, the other day and she's got friends on and then there's like little moments that I'm yeah. seeing on friends and I'm like damn this is a good show too yeah it's like crap I want to rewatch all of this stuff nostalgia has never been more marketable right now I feel like you think? Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I feel like everything in that's coming out of Hollywood is like re, is either remakes, reboots, sequels from show like yeah. from movies that were that were 10, 15 years ago. Um, the live action remakes of the uh, um, of all the Disney, Disney movies. movies. That's that's uh, a good point. I feel like nostalgia is big right now. That's a great just observation. Mm -hmm. Hmm. We need to capitalize on that. We do need to capitalize on that. <laughs> um. That that also gets me to another point. I started watching. You haven't watched Endgame yet, have you? No. Okay. I started. Re I actually, did I tell you I started watching? Because with Disney Plus, I started watching. 
Iron Man the, 3 or something you said? I, I watched Iron Man 3 and then Thor Dark Worlds. Yeah. And I started um, Age of Ultron. Okay. So I'm you're getting I'm back still in I'm still way behind, but I'm I'm catching up. Okay, so uh, maybe a few months ago, I started just with Iron Man, and mm-hmm. I started like going through, but then I got it got tedious because once you get to Iron Man three, it's like this movie sucks. Three was bad, but there's some great moments in three, <clears throat> but overall, it's not good. Does Pepper keep her her like superpowers after three, or does, no, no, no? Then that was oh my god, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Um. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they ever referenced it ever again. Um, but I started Endgame again, and I was just like, because Jen's mom was like, I've never seen Endgame. I'm like, you haven't seen Endgame? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So uh, I hooked her up with my Disney Plus account and like got her computer. She didn't have like she didn't have like a, a anything to stream anything on. So mm-hmm. I, she's got a laptop. So I gave her my Chromecast, and I'm just like, here. Just go mm-hmm. watch it, watch it all. Yeah. So, and she loves that stuff. Um, so I came in and I saw her watching Endgame, and I was like, man, I kind of want to watch Endgame. So I started watching Endgame, and I didn't get very far. But one thing I just want to say is I also watched the Oscars, mm-hmm. just kind of fast forward through it all, um, to kind of watch the big hitters, I guess, if you will. And they're talking about like greatest actor, greatest film, blah, 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 blah. And I think that sometimes those. Not saying that any of those are or aren't worthy of Oscars, mm-hmm. the the Marvel films, but the culmination of all of them to reach Endgame, and then, I mean, you know what happens. You know what happens. And if you're listening and you don't know what happens, at least to get to Endgame, then stop listening and watch Infinity War and everything else. But... Watching just the the genuine like it's just it's just great acting of these guys these people just being sad, and just everything that's built up for eleven years to get to this point, mm-hmm. it's good, dude. It's good. I was like, man, Scarlett Johansson's so good. Chris Evans is so good. I'm like, holy crap, man. I believe this. So keep going, Jake. I know it gets I, so I good. I think I'm gonna. I speaking of going back and rereading things, my sister and I created a pack because she moved back to Colorado. Mm-hmm. So we we're trying to do things to like, you know, keep in touch. So her and I are both really big fans of Harry Potter. So we're going to reread. Isn't there the like nine other again. things I've told you to read before Harry Potter? Yeah. A lot of things. I hate you. <laughs> I need, I need an escape back into that. Universe. I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with everything that Jen and I has gone, have gone through. Um, <clears throat> I was like, I'm going to take you to Hawaii. We're going to go to Hawaii. I want to, yeah, we've Ooh. both never been. I was like, you've always talked about going. She loves sunbathing. She's a freaking freak about it. She just loves to lay in the sun. And so her dad, every time we go over to her dad's house in the summer, we walk in the house and we're like, Hey everyone, where's, where's Chuck? He of course is in the backyard shirtless, just <laughs> soaking up the sun. I wish I enjoyed that, but I get, I, I, I can't do it for more than like 10 minutes. Really? I get, I get bored. Oh, I get so bored. We love it, man. Really? So, I'm like thinking Hawaii's perfect for that, right? Yeah. We've never been, but whatever. I'm going to make it happen. So then, like a month ago, did I tell you this? No. Oh, it's so good. She texted me and she's like, hey. And I was like, yeah. She goes, I don't think I want to go to Hawaii anymore. And I was like, whoa. Like, what could you possibly want to do over going to Hawaii? And she goes, I think I... I think I want to go to Disneyland again. Mm. And I was like, 
oh. She goes, yeah, I think I need a little magic in my life. I was like, oh. <laughs> She's like, you know, it's just, it just it is that escape that you're talking mm-hmm. about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Completely, completely shuts you off from everything that's real and creates this synthesized world mm-hmm. that you're just like, everything's cool, man. Yeah. And then she's like, and then if we want to, we can drive over to Huntington Beach again and lay in the sun. And there are those things. And then I started thinking about why do I really want to go to Hawaii? One, I want to go because it's just some place that you got to go. Mm-hmm. But two, the only thing I really want to see there is Pearl Harbor. Otherwise, it's just tropical weather and laying in the sun that I care about. Yeah. I'm sure there's more. There's a lot more. But I don't know if I care about all that so, other stuff. Like, don't go to Oahu. Like, just go to, obviously, go to the island of Oahu to, because you have to if you're going to see Pearl Harbor. Right. But it's basically Portland with palm trees. Yeah. It's very touristy. Okay. Unless you go to, like, the north shore of Oahu, then it's a little bit more, like, it's more beach towny. But okay. then it just feels like Rockaway Beach, but in Hawaii. Okay. With, with palm trees. Right. Um, but the other islands are are. are you know, really beautiful, but a lot, hmm. lot more expensive to go to. Yeah. I don't know one day, I, but if she wants to go to Disneyland first, I'm not fighting that. No, you no know kidding. I'm not that's, fighting that's that. your favorite place in the world. <laughs> I love, I loved Hawaii when I was there. Yeah. I, I had my, I'm the worst sunburn of my life there. Did you? Yeah. I don't think, did I ever tell you this story? No. Oh yeah. So we all went snorkeling one day and we thought it would be, I don't know why, but I thought it would be okay to, cause I want, I wanted to work on my tan so okay. oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't wear sunscreen. What? No. Me and my me and my best friend at the time, Will Matthews, we didn't wear sunscreen. And we got so badly sunburned from being like just swimming out in the water for hours yeah. without any sunscreen. And dude, I was del- one of the time we got back that night, I was delirious. I apparently we went to dinner at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville thing in like restaurant in downtown Honolulu. Yeah. And I, I apparently got up walked out i was like like pissed about something because i i was in so much pain but i don't remember but i walked at least three miles not even real like completely out of like i don't i don't remember any of this from this entire time but i like apparently blacked out stormed out of the restaurant and then somehow found my way back to the hotel at some point later that night whoa yeah i've seen someone like get that sick and delirious from the sun also did not wear sunscreen on a hot ass day Mm mm-hmm so you fool yeah huge fool but then then it started like peel and itch really bad uh-huh. so that i was really really um the night before we were supposed <laughs> to leave like i couldn't stop like itching it was like the worst itching imaginable uh-huh. and so i i tried to call my i tried to call my dad and then not realizing that like hawaiian time is like three hours behind mm-hmm. um the west coast mm-hmm. So like I called them at like two o'clock in the morning, and then I realized as soon as my dad picked up, because my dad's like a really big. Um, anytime that there's something wrong, like it goes, he goes zero to a hundred yeah, really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So like I call him, and I and he was like, Jake, 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 is everything okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> Thinking like, why am I calling from like, like at Hawaii no, at like two o'clock in the morning? And then all of a sudden, I just remember, like, I just realized how stupid it was for me to call him, I'm and I, I was like, uh, my back itches, and then my dad's like, oh. And then he's like, and then because my mom, I could hear my mom in the background. She's like, Gary, Gary, is everything okay? She's he, on the computer looking like, for airlines and, like, to go to Hawaii. And, and then Gary, and then my dad goes, yeah, he's effing fine. It's his fucking back. It itches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. How old were you then? I was um, 19 and Kylie was 18. You fool. Yeah. You're not wearing sunscreen at 19 I years know. old. I know. 
So my friend Cody did the same thing. We were floating down the river. The one he didn't float down with me. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to wear sunscreen. But sometimes I don't. But if, I, if I'm if i out in the sun enough during the summer, I get pretty dark. It's that Mexican bronze god. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I get more tan than I do burnt, right? Mm-hmm. I do burn, but it's not so bad. So I'll either put on a light, light SPF. Or sometimes not at all. Depends on how long the trip's going to be. But sometimes that floating, we, we did the long float. So it's like, could be like five hours, six hours. So I wore some and he's like, I'm not going to wear any. Dude, by the end of it, he was like sick, like puking, mm-hmm. like just dehydrated. He had to go to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. So I bet you wear sunscreen now, don't you? Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been out in the sun quite like that ever, like since yeah. then. But yeah. That was crazy. crazy. I'm back at work. Oh. <laughs> and it's, it's it's been really slow this week, so it's been kind of nice. I've been getting off at like 8.30. It's been rad. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Because I have not been sleeping because of just like Monday, I didn't sleep because of anxiety of going back to work. Mm-hmm. And then what was what else did I have? Oh, yesterday I, did, I got up. I woke up at like 7 because I couldn't sleep because... I had to go talk to them, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I, how's this going to go? I don't know. And then today I woke up early because we got to record, and it's just like – and then tomorrow I got to take Jen to her post-op. So oh. it's just been a non-sleepy week. I can imagine. That's a – gosh, dude, you have so much going on like, on top of that school. It's just – Dude, did you see my post about school? No. Idiot. What an Idiot. <clears throat> I must so, have missed it. What was it on? Oh, I deleted my Facebook, by the way. I know. We're going to get to that. That's my next talking point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> I, I, uh, so if you follow me on, on social media, you know this already. Sorry for telling Jake about it because he doesn't know. But I, we're, the le- lesson in my ethics class this week is the, the concept of virtue, right? Okay. And if it's inherent, is it taught? You know, how mm-hmm. do we get yeah. virtue? How are we virtuous? Super into it, right? I'm yeah. super into the reading. So I started on Sunday all the reading because I have to have my first post by Tuesday at midnight. So Kobe dying, I'm trying to get Mamba mentality. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I need to be the best that I can be. And I'm not. So mm-hmm. let's start the reading early. So I started early and I just started getting on and really, really dedicating time to reading, which leads me to be more and more interested in the topic that I'm reading about. Who would have thunk it, right? Right. So... I'm like, damn, this is so interesting. So then I look at the the questions that I have to post for the week, and there's like eight questions. And I'm like, damn, dude, I really got to do all the reading if I'm going to answer all these. So I do all the reading, and I'm like answering the questions. And I'm like, because I've done the reading, I get it, dude. So I'm just going ham on all these concepts and like also just like proposing other questions that mm-hmm. within it. Just be like, well, if this – because one of the questions was like, is the government – responsible for uh guiding virtue or creating virtue or teaching virtue so then i went off on that question because i'm so into that idea and and i know other people are going to be feeling other ways about it so i wanted to like quite like i don't know prompt them to think differently so i'm like doing all that and then i'm like hell yes it's like eight paragraphs you know for Mm -hmm. eight questions i submit it and i'm like damn dude i killed that so I was like, let's go see what everyone else did. So I go and I'm like looking through everyone else's because I have to comment on them. And it's like two paragraphs. And then I open another one and it's two paragraphs. For eight questions? 
And then I open another one and it's two paragraphs. And I'm like, hold on. This person only answered these two questions. Click. This person answered two different questions. Click. I got to go back to the instructions. Click. If you would like to select only two questions to have a, a more focused response, you can do so. Oh, well, you made either way. You learned a lot. <laughs> Dude, I was so annoyed. Well, yes, but don't think about it like that. I don't. I don't think about it like that. But but to me, you know, I was like, well, I mean, I know more about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to obviously get an A this week because I knocked it out of the park. Well, and it's setting you up for your final. I have Better. a test friggin' in two weeks. Yeah, you're going to be fine. But I was just like, dude. Nah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that at the time, you're like, man, I could have gotten away with so much less. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not what you're doing. This well, either. you know what's interesting? is so one of the readings was talking about this idea of, of, pra- of practice to virtue. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's this concept of like you're, you're in something. So like the practice isn't – so if, if we're – if we're podcasting, right, mm-hmm. the, the the job is podcasting. And you would think that the practice is like setting everything up, taking notes, like doing everything that it takes to podcast. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's this weird concept that actually podcasting is the practice. And, and basically, like any job or whatever has a set of guidelines and rules that you have to follow within that job. Mm-hmm. Um, and by doing the job and by following the rules and the and the concepts and the and the ideas of that job, it actually makes you virtuous. So this author uses an example of like <clears throat> teaching a kid to play chess, right? Mm-hmm. So you you intrigue the kid by like, hey, every game that we play, I'll give you a piece of candy. If you beat me, I'll give you like double the amount of candy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you could say that the motivating factor is to get candy and to win will get you more candy, right? Now, just by those simple motivating factors, learning the game of chess, that could, those those factors could maybe cause somebody to cheat, right? Mm-hmm. To try to win. Yeah. But the the argument is that to practice to virtue. So to 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 play chess is different than the game of chess. Okay. So the author, I have a quote right here. The author writes, "To enter into a practice is to accept the authority and the standards and the inadequacy of my own performance as judged by them. So the game of chess has standards and rules that you have to follow to win, Mm -hmm. right? So that kind of, that forces the player to act within those rules to win. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was thinking about in a sense when I wrote that paper. I had the opportunity without knowing to just bullshit my way through it and answer two questions. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't read the instructions all the way, it forces me to do eight resp- responses. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then it it almost makes me better. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. In a way, I was kind of like, oh, this kind of almost applies to the lesson a little bit. Sure. But I don't know. I did way more than I was supposed to. All right. Tell me about why you quit Facebook. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean... It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of different things. And I've been. I've been. Um, that's all really interesting. What you just said about the the game, and then like the person with within that game with this particular set of rules and how that influences behavior. Anyway, that's fascinating. Isn't that crazy? That's fascinating. Love yep. that. Um, now to Facebook. Yeah. The, um, 
Sorry, I just my when my wheels start right, turning on something. What, no, tell no, me about no, your no, wheels. no, it's just it. I we'll get back to it. Okay. So the Facebook thing. Um, yeah, I just got, I just got tired of it, man. Like, I just have been. I don't like myself on like Facebook. I don't like. I don't know how. I can see that. Um, I don't like how Facebook makes me feel mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate like when you post something and then. Especially like where me, where I go diving into the the bowels of the comment section. Oh yeah, you do. And then no, because then like when somebody comes back at me, whether it's like justified or not, like it honestly like it kind of just tears at me. Right, like, I, I know feel what you mean. Really anxious, and I feel like like you're waiting for their response after you've responded back. Yeah. It, well, oh no, yeah. Then it just it makes me feel like I don't know. I just doesn't. I just feel really crappy. Yeah. Um. When that when there's people like responding to me negatively and i don't know i'm like i don't i don't i don't get it like i don't know why i feel that way and so i got tired of that i got tired of also just like i post like i went back through my timeline and i'm like oh my god like i never wanted to be the guy that just posts stuff and then never gets any sort of reaction whether it's likes or comments or anything like that like yeah i just i went back through my timeline and i realized like I've posted like seven straight things mm-hmm. and haven't got a single like reaction at all to them. And I'm like, I'm that guy now. Like I'm that guy just like posting things that nobody cares about right. and nobody's interacting with, but yet mm-hmm. I'm still posting. So I'm like, why am I even here? Like mm-hmm. clearly nobody is like paying attention to the stuff I'm posting Two, when I do go to try to engage people on the platform, it's people I don't know. And then I get super anxious about it. Mm-hmm. And then three, I've already unfriended a bunch of people because I'm just, t- <laughs> I've, I'm tired of seeing their garbage. Right. And then four, I'm mad at Facebook itself for doing absolutely literally nothing to curb disinformation c- campaigns right. by foreign governments on their platform. And all of that just led me to believe, like, I'm done. I'm just done with it. Well, if you're not on it, I don't feel like there's any reason for me to be on it. Why? Because everything you post, I bookmark and save. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that looks really interesting. I'm going to read that later. And I save it. I save the link every have, time. Have you read any of them? Uh, no, I'm busy as balls. I know. <laughs> I know you're busy. Um, But I save them. And then I, I, think, I think I was on the turlet and I was going to read it. <laughs> But I get it, dude. You know, back in the day, I was a little more aggressive on the comment sections and mm-hmm. stuff. And like, I go right back at somebody and then it's there and I'd be anxious. And Jen would be like, what's your deal, dude? And I'm like, this guy, he's talking shit to me on Facebook. And she's like, who cares? But I would sit there and just be like anxious about their response and like my response back and the banter and like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to stick him. Even though that was not my initial reason for posting. Mm hmm. I get it. You're out there. You're trying to inform. When you start to try to find a rational conversation, not and, on and Facebook, you're not, and you're not, and I realize that. And yeah. so I'm not saying Facebook should be taken down. I'm not saying Facebook should have to change. All I'm saying is that I don't want to be a part of it anymore, and I'm removing I think myself that's fair. from it. I, I just think that's got. Fair. To, I mean, people just. I think that the one that finally just. It, I mean, it wasn't just one thing, but it's just been a pile of just garbage from. People, just people. People are garbage. The things they post are garbage. Yeah. Just, this this person had this really like 
was complaining. This one person was complaining about Washington Post and how they all they're doing is just trying to bury Biden, and which is funny because that's what everybody says about their own candidate. The, the media, course. the media is like is isn't giving isn't being fair to my candidate. Mm-hmm. Like blah blah blah, he's the victim. And then everybody was, and then everybody is commenting back to this person saying, "No, the reason why Biden's campaign is faltering is because he sucks." And then just people kept saying, "Well, Biden sucks. Biden sucks. Biden sucks." I'm like, "Okay, wait." You guys make fun of like Trump and 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 his ilk for not being able to formulate a legitimate argument, mm-hmm. and then just throwing like, well, just descriptive words like sucks at them, and yeah. just leaving it at that. Like we should be able like hold yourself to a higher standard. Then like explain why you don't like you may not agree with Biden's policies. You may think he doesn't he's not running a very good campaign. That's all legitimate critiques. But instead of just saying he sucks, actually like voice that they don't know why. They, you know why Biden sucks? Because Bernie's better. That's it. That is it. There's yeah. no other argument for them than that. They've Or whoever they've chosen, yeah. right? Yeah. Or Trump's better. Mm-hmm. Biden sucks because Trump's better. Biden sucks because Bernie's better. Biden sucks because Buttigieg is better. That is their answer. They know no deeper level or reasoning. Yeah. I don't know why I expected any different, but I'm like, I, I left... I left all of the the Republican media sites Whoa. because of that, mm-hmm. and I thought I would find something better, like on the more prominent news pages, like Washington Post and Atlantic and stuff like that. And you don't really, you just don't. It's the same stuff, man. Biden, it, yeah, Biden sucks. And I just, I made, a, I finally, made, I made a post that said, like, you know, you may not agree with Biden's policies, you may not want him to be the candidate. All that's fine. But his service to this country as both a senator and a vice president and his record deserves respect. And we should stop using words like sucks to describe him Mm -hmm. and for any candidate really that matter for that matter. And, um, and I left it at that. And then I got up like, like half of the, half of the, um, reactions uh, reactions were laughing, like the laughing face emoji, (laughs) (laughs) like just clowning on me. And I was like, you know what? This is it. Yeah, like, I'm done. Look at this dork trying to be civil. I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm like you, you freaking idiots, man! Don't you see the writing on the wall? No. Like this is, this is how Trump won, and his Trump is going to continue to win. This is a great kind of segue, not segue, but introduction to the one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was uh, Trump kind of attacking this uh, loan forgiveness for people working in public service or social work. Uh, I saw that he was going to try to cancel loan forgiveness. It's for people who work in public service or do social work. Teachers, government, Mm -hmm. social work, all that stuff. So that was created by Bush. Mm -hmm. And at the 10-year mark, if you've made your loan payments for 10 years, you'll be eligible for loan forgiveness if you're in these positions, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So we're at in two, um, 2017, we started seeing people apply for that loan forgiveness. Now, apparently the program is just a disaster and people are like suing the government because they're not getting the loan forgiveness that they were promised through this program. Wow. And I mean that, that people say that that's one of the reasons why Trump wants to cancel it is because it's inefficient, not working, but sure. he also just hates people being educated. So well, I don't know if that's... <laughs> Betsy DeVos, dude. I don't. I, I don't know. That's that's kind of a that's a big claim. It is a big claim, but I mean, does do you think honestly Trump sports supports education? 
I don't know what he supports. Okay. That's even worse. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that it was a big claim, and I take it back. But thank you. No, you don't, have to, no you don't have to take it back. I'll take it, it back, You don't Jake. have to take it back. I take it back. And I'm getting off Facebook. Anyway, so this article was talking about breaking down the whole program and what it does and why it was created. You know, the idea is that, yes, you take out these federal loans and you're going to college for these things, but you're taking less money to to work in an institution or organization that gives back to the community. Yeah. Okay. You're taking less, so it's harder to pay those loans, but you've paid those loans for 10 years. You're also doing such a massive part in giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go to the comment section, and everybody's just like, oh, I paid my loans off. Why can't you losers? Oh, I guess we're just all, what is this, socialism? We're all going to pay everybody's loans off now? Jesus. Literally every comment was like that. And I just comment, did any of you read the fucking article? I, because it seemed like nobody read the article. They just read the headline that Trump wants to cancel the program. And they're just like, pay your loans off, losers. If you were to sit down and ask them, like, hey, here's the concept. These people are giving back massively to their community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Does means- that change your tune? No. You don't think so? No. What if you introduce the idea of cops and, and firemen? Well, yeah, then. Right? Yeah, that's What's a, the fucking difference? Well, it's just what they value, right? They don't see the value. They, the, the issue is, is not that I don't think that they don't want people educated. They just don't see the value in, in education. I just don't think they see the value in education mm-hmm. to the extent that we do. Um, but these people in the comment section are saying that they got their degree. Yeah. I got my degree and I paid it off or I did it. This is another argument I saw. I went and got, and this hits home for you and I, I got my degree in something I knew I could make money in. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But, okay, fine. These people are getting social degrees, but they're doing social work. Mm-hmm. You're not going to school and fucking helping kids at risk. Or, or people addicted to drugs or mental health. Mm-hmm. You're not doing any yeah, of that. That's, that's, that's a good point. And when the fucking world falls apart and, and everybody wants to come after your guns, you say, oh, it's mental health. Well, here are the people making the sacrifice to work in that in that area. Yeah. And not only that, but, I mean, if you want to talk about it, talk about it market-wise, right, because these people claim to be capitalists, it's an incentivization. It's the government trying to incentivize. Um, yes. Trying to incentivize these, like, because you want the best working in your schools, right? Don't boom, don't Jake. We, that's exactly it. Don't we want? Don't we want the our? Don't we want good people, good teachers? Yeah, like good teachers teaching our, our kids because that's how we're going to stay competitive in Dude. the long run against other nations, right? Mic drop. If, if this is all, if this is, if we're going to see the world like Trump wants to see, that it's us against everybody. Don't we want to have the best and brightest teaching our 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 youngest pop, youngest people in our population? So you have to incentivize those people because, yes. as, because as you said, you're taking a pay cut to be a teacher. When these people are, most of these people are really smart and could go and they could go and get degrees in business yes. and go and and um, and makes more money. But yet they're doing something that they want to do. And in in some like in, to incentivize that is going to make sure that those good people are staying in that in that industry. So that's my that's like my economic argument for it. That's genius. So yeah, I love I, that. I, I think that it's just that whole argument of like. Oh, I paid off my I paid off my loans. Why can't you? That's just it's so narrow minded. That was genius. Yeah, that was mic drop right there. <laughs> I mean, really, that's that's perfect. But in the comment section, can't say that, and nobody's reading the article, Jake. 
Nobody is reading the article. Well, you know how hard it is to get it. They get it. People, and I don't think people also understand how difficult it is to actually get a teaching, a teaching certificate. Hell no. And then get a job and and actually stay as a like actually stay as a teacher with all the rent like how budgets drop from year to year in each state like dude first second third year teachers get screwed yeah as soon as there's budget cuts who gets who's on the chopping block first year teachers yeah with a massive amount of student loan debt like it it is crazy it, it's absolutely crazy mm-hmm. um and you that's such a good program to keep good people in that job in those jobs or otherwise otherwise, to otherwise who's going to teach who's going to teach Businessmen, <laughs> apparently, like, <laughs> or, 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 or do they have this view of like, oh, we can just have the old schoolhouse just outside the town, and where Grandma May shows up and teaches everybody yes. how to spell apple, yes. and that's all the education that you need. And then go out and I don't know what you're gonna do. Go work on. The, I I don't understand. Like this is like all this mentality comes from like a. America that either never a never was or b we're never going back to. I was gonna say MAGA. That's what that is. It's either hardworking labor or billionaire executive. Those are your only options. And everything in between that might benefit humanity, go. Get out of here. People people are like, why the fuck did you get a degree in history? Listen, first of all, I thought I was going to teach. And I might someday still. But do I, do I regret it? Not in any way, sense, or form. No, or in any way, way, shape, or form. There's not been one... Sp- as hard as it has been and on me to not find a job in anything that I wanted to do, Same. there's not one time where I look back and said, I regret what I, you know, my degree. Right. Me and I regret what I learned. Me neither. It's worth all of those thousands of dollars. <laughs> and all of those denial letters. I think yeah. it is. I loved it. I enjoyed every minute of it. And what frustrates me is like people just see that and they're just like history. Okay. He's, what is he going to bring to this? And I try so hard in my, con- in my cover letters to convey just the value of being a historian brings to any job mm-hmm. as far as research, as far as um, um, under, uh, you know, recognizing underrepresented communities and just so much that people just don't value, I guess. I'd rather be I'd rather be poor and aware than 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 making it an ignorant like I just damn, dude. These new glasses are making you on fire. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know where I would be if I didn't go back to school. Damn. And, and I'm not saying that that's for everybody. I don't want to, I, I try really hard to not come We said that all the time. As yeah. elitist um, for having a degree or whatever. Like I know um, there's, I can come, I know that sometimes my words can maybe come across that for way sure. to some people. And I apologize if they do. Cause I really don't, I really don't think that way. Yeah. But for me, my life wouldn't have been the same. It was for us. That's why we did it. Yeah. And once we got into it, we're like, oh, I'm about this. I, I like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just people. Listen, if I can get paid to go to school, I'd never stop. I love it. I still haven't stopped. I love it. And it's literally like I'm a masochist. I'm just torturing myself. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. Um, so anyways, as far as the comment section and people, I don't know. They don't read the articles, Jake, and I, I I appreciate you putting the knowledge out there in that platform, but it doesn't work. I mean, even this show, sometimes like our most, I think, uh, the the episodes where we get really into to a topic or really try to break something down are sometimes the most 
skipped over or not listened to episodes. You know yeah. what I mean? I know. And I it's know. like there's so much. It's, some of these episodes we we put so much work into because we want that information out there. Mm-hmm. But people are just like, this is boring. I don't want to listen to this. Talk about sports again or don't talk about sports. <clears throat> there, I mean, there's people who value certain things that we yeah, talk about, obviously. Sure. But, I mean, it's the same thing. There's that that marketplace of ideas. If you're, you're trying to put these good ideas in the comment section at Facebook, nobody's there to buy that. No, and I realize that. <laughs> like, I'm not angry at Facebook. No, I'm I know, just, I know. I'm not – I'm – I just am done with it. I had to make a personal choice to pull the plug on it. I like I, that. I, I like just, that. I couldn't do it anymore, man. Yeah. So we'll see. Like it gives you, it gives you <laughs> so, in typical me fashion, uh-huh. because um, I have to feel like I have to explain everything to the fullest. And so it gives you all these reasons. Like, why are you deactivating your account? And it has like a 10 preset boxes that you can check. And like most people, I think 99% of people would, even if one of those 10 didn't fit why they were canceling, would just check one just so they can be done with it. Right. Just move on. Right. Or it says other, please specify in detail. Oh my God. So who checked the box <laughs> and specified in detail this guy. And so I wrote like two paragraphs explaining like my whole reasoning. And then the, I ended it with literally nobody's going to read this, but I'm doing, this is just an exercise for nothing other than to soothe my own conscience. That's how I ended it. And I just, I love you <laughs> so much. I love you. That's amazing. I knew you were going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, or someone puts other and writes, Facebook sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Instagram's better. Yeah, Instagram's better. Yeah, that's why. Um, no, Facebook owns Instagram. I know. I mean, I do appreciate the access to the music library, so now I can add cool songs to mm-hmm. it. But Instagram's way tighter. And maybe I'm old just for saying that because everyone's on Snapchat or whatever, TikTok now. Uh, Snapchat's pretty much dead now. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I think it's pretty much... Nobody goes on it anymore because they changed their like their their app layout and mm-hmm. everybody complained about it and left. Oh. Mostly Kylie because, Jenner. Yeah. Yep. That was 100% it. Yep. It's so funny how like people are so influenced by the words of one person. Yeah. But when she said she was done with it, <laughs> max access, max access. Yeah, we're done too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stupid. Crazy to me. Um, but, you know, there's something there's something to communicating through images. Yeah. You know? I'd prefer it. And plus, they have like a cap on how much you can actually write. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't put, I think it's so many characters like in a, in a comment mm-hmm. thing. Or like, so it pretty much limits you to only having, um, well, just to say what the picture is about and then you're done. Right, right. So. Although there still is a lot of, um, there still is a lot of political stuff on Instagram. Yeah, but it's harder to find. For sure. I wonder if that's intentional. Maybe. Yeah. Like, but I get sent stuff from a particular person all the time. Like this page, like Gary for Trump mm-hmm. or CNN fake underscore news underscore propaganda. Forty two. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! Like some of the stuff, I. Anyway, we should create a an Instagram page like that and just see how many followers we can get. Also, then I would be contributing to the disinformation campaigns that allowed me to that, that forced you force me to leave um, Facebook. 
or post the picture and then as the caption just have the true fact information and see how many people just friend you because of the picture and not read the bottom there'd probably be a lot because there's a lot of uh, that would be such an just, interesting a lot of headline readers experience ex, uh, experiment i was gonna say oh it's are tuck and Bo sponsored not really okay i will end you <laughs> <laughs> No, they're not sponsored. This um, this company that makes dog bandanas. Mm-hmm. I saw. Um, like, do this and you get a free bandana. Okay, so that's got cool. Free, we got a free bandana. That's the sponsorship, dog. Yeah. That's not a sponsorship. I mean, you got free shit for doing something. That, I don't think that's a sponsorship. I'm just saying. We're not. I their, I was literally when I saw it on their pro. Spot. I turned into Gary Jokum, like panic level. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what is that? What is this? <laughs> Tucker and Bo are my golden retrievers. For those of you who haven't listened, we—I don't think we've talked about them in a long time. So if you're new, if you're a semi-new listener, um, you probably haven't heard me talk about my. Yeah, well, my dogs are Dexter and Harrison, and Jeff's dogs, are and Dexter they're different. And, Harrison, and they are dogs. Different. They're not the same dog. <laughs> one's a Pomeranian, one's a Terrier. What of it? They're good dogs. There, Harrison's been so sweet lately. Really? Yeah. Today's Tucker's birthday. What? Yeah, he turns. The big, the big floof turns two today, dude. So I haven't seen them in a long time. Mm-hmm. Now that I haven't seen Tucker since he was like, oh, I guess I saw him when he was a little bit older, you know. And and when you were at your apartment and we did like we made gingerbread houses and stuff, mm-hmm. that's adorable that we did that. By the way, um, <laughs> yeah, we didn't do that this year. Yeah, we you hate us. We We're not do a that friend next anymore. Year. Um, but you know, Tucker, when I went over, he's kind of like, yeah, whatever, people, I'm doing my own thing. And he's still kind of like that, but. He's, he's, I don't know. He did this thing that was so funny. He came in with his little llama toy Mm -hmm. and you're like, yeah, Tuck. Okay. Everybody sees your llama. And then once you said that, he was like, okay, cool. And he just walked out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's, uh, he's quite something. I swear he understands everything we say. Dude. It was so funny. I loved it. And honestly, Bo is so sweet. I love Bo. Yeah. Bo's an angel. Okay. First of all, when I pulled up to your house and I walk up to the front door, I look through the kitchen window and you have his head in your hands and your forehead is on his head. Yeah. Noggin talk. Noggin talk in him. I love that you just called it noggin talk. That's how I communicate to Bo. (laughs) When I, when I first, when I first got him, like he was a super scared puppy because he was rehomed. Right. And he was like, would not come. Dude, he was, he would go into his crate that we got from his, from his previous owners Uh and would not come out. Like he would not come out at all. So finally, when I I got him out, like I just, I made him a noggin promise. Like this was going to be his forever home and we're going to love him. And he was going to have a really good, he was going to have a, um, uh, he's going to have a good life. And ever since, ever since then. Bo, like he didn't, he didn't go back into his crate. He didn't stay in his crate anymore. Like he started to, and I, it was probably just a natural progression of things. But I like to think that my noggin talk had an effect on. That's him. so sweet. But he stopped being scared after that. That's cool. So I saw you noggin talking, mm-hmm. busted. <laughs> it was cute. So, uh, do they have a new Instagram now? No, it's just Tucker and Bo. Tuck and Bo. Uh, Tucker and Bo. Okay, check it out. They're cute. Because it was Sir Tuck the Golden Pup, and then when we got Bo. And became Tucker and Bo. Tucker and Bo. Okay, dude. What a day. I felt like I talked way too much, but I wanted to bring up something that's a little contentious with us. Ooh, okay. Chad doing. Oh, <laughs> okay. 
So Chad Dewing is the um, host of the Fifth Quarter Show, which is the Blazers, like, after a Blazer game, he hosts, like, a show where they talk about um, they talk about the game and they take calls from the local um, the local mob that is Rip City fans. Right. And he's got, he has a lot of hot takes. Mm-hmm. And you don't like him. I love him. Yes. So let's battle royale. Okay. Um, oh boy. I don't even. Okay. First of all, CJ told me that like he used to call in on Jim Rome all the time. Okay. And his name and his like reference, like he referenced himself as Chad the body. Really? First of all, immediately douche. You're welcome for that little nugget. That- I didn't know that. That's bad. <laughs> Chad the body? Yes. Oof. Yes. Gross. And when I was texting CJ about this, I said, there is no better name for this person than Chad. He is a Chad. He is such a Chad, dude. I hate him. He's a dick. Okay. Now, I will say, when he's a dick to players that I'm, I hate and I can't stand, I love it. But when he's a dick to players that I enjoy... It infuriates. Okay, me. so that so what sent the catalyst for this was that <laughs> is actually around a player of really no consequence, right? And the only reason why he is even on the floor is because we've had injuries to literally everybody else that's over seven foot. I will have you know that listeners love this player, so say what well, you need to say. So you and like three other, <laughs> you and three of our listeners love this player. The rest of the rest of our listeners probably have no idea who no Caleb Swanigan is. No, except idea. for Kylie, who was watching the game with me last night, and I was making fun of how tight his shorts were. And when he got up to block, mm-hmm. I don't know who it was. I think it was maybe it was John Morant or no, it was like, I think it was Dylan Brooks. Uh-huh. He got up and, and blocked. It was a good block. Like okay. it was a good block. Every once in a while, he'll have a he'll have a good play, and you're like, huh, maybe he's not that bad. And I thought about messaging you right there. And uh, anyway, oh, don't do that. <laughs> and, and I was like, huh, that was a good play by Swanigan. But his shorts, he, he's trying to, you know, they're like the new age, like new age player. Yeah. They're, they wear the short. They're, they're trying to go back to the short shorts. I appreciate it. His shorts are way too short for his body style. Whoa, dude, that's a little. He's a big dude. Judgy. He's, he calls himself Biggie. I'm not making any. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not body shaming him. <laughs> I am just saying his shorts look like they're about to rip at the seams when he goes a little too physical. Okay, that just sounds like a very minute uh, uh, <laughs> criticism of of a broader problem that you he, have. Okay, he is not. I don't think he is good at any. I don't think he is good at anything. Except I did find one thing. Oh, I did find one okay, thing good, last night. Good. He's a decent post passer. Okay, I'll give you that. He's a great passer. He's a great passer. His court vision is money. He was better when he was on our team before. I feel like he's not as good now. But to say he's not good. He's not good. Dude, get out of here. He's not good. No players today. Chad Chad agrees with me. I'm sure Chad does. He's a douche. (laughs) Uh, So uh, I want to get to that in a second, but. One thing that I think uh, Dem Boys and I appreciate, and Dem Boys is Micah, Matt, and CJ Anderson. Mm-hmm. Listeners know I've CJ. Only, I've only met CJ. Yeah. And I value his opinion. He <laughs> has great Blazers opinions. On this, I disagree. Oh, man. You guys got to talk. But we always talk about Swanigan's hustle, and that hustle does not exist in NBA players today, especially around his age. There's no... Did you watch Memphis last night? They no. They were all hustle. I was at work. Memphis hustled their asses off last night. Were they diving to the ground? Yeah. Okay. 
Maybe it's just Portland players who don't hustle. I mean, I think that there is some. There's definitely a lot of entitlement, but some of these young teams, man, are scary. Yeah. Are really really scary. I just value his hustle and his court vision, and uh, he makes, like you said, the passing. I think he makes some sexy passes from the post. He hit Lillard on a really nice cut mm-hmm. down the middle of the paint where mm-hmm. he had it on the left like wing mm-hmm. and he has back to the basket and then he turns in front and as he's turning to front he sees Lillard cut down the middle of the paint put it only where Lillard could catch and but with enough velocity where Lillard could still get it up before he got underneath the rim so he still had enough space to get the layup right it's a really nice pass but I mean I dude he makes so many mistakes he does the same recurring mistakes that's the thing Give a young player, mm-hmm. a young big. It mm-hmm. takes a while to develop. Yes. I'll give you that. Myers never did. No. Myers never developed. No. I don't see Biggie either, man. Like, he just doesn't. He makes the same mistakes over and over again. So, is that Portland's problem then? Can we not develop bigs? We Do developed we... Nurk. And look and look how much better uh, Whiteside has been. Some, like, Whiteside has really developed, especially with, right. his, with his free throws. Hassan was, like, around a 50% free throw shooter. He's at 76%. But that's different. I feel like... As far as a big and a big's role, they fired that coach, that big coach that we had. Uh, the guy that was friends with Myers? Yes. Yeah. And I feel because, like... Yeah, because he pissed off the GM, bro. Yeah, but what did he say? Oh, that LA was leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe that coach, as a big coach, was better than I think we know. Mm-hmm. Because when Myers was working with him, I felt like Myers was getting better. Then we get rid of him, and Myers goes back to shooting threes. Um, Biggie, last time he was here, he was shooting a lot more threes than he does now. That's why when he shot that wide open three, I thought he was going to hit it. He almost did. The one against the Jazz? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's Portland's fault as far as Big's coach. Shooting a free throw and coaching on a free throw is much different than coaching on back to the basket. I don't know. None of our players do back to the basket. Yeah, Nurk's a real guy. Nurk does have some post moves. He does. He does. But um, his freaking hook shot is like a lazy flop throw. Not anymore. I don't know. You look before, at Marcus Aldridge. Before he got hurt, like his his hook was coming down. It was he's getting, getting that, He's yeah. getting that baby hook pretty well. Um, <sighs> Scalabissier, he he. I felt like he did better under in within Portland. You think Scal's better than Biggie? I do. Get the hell out of here. I think Scal. <laughs> I think Scal is noticeably bigger than Biggie. Scal knows how to, Scal can space the floor better. I think Scal can defend the perimeter better. I think he can move his feet better. He's not as good of a passer, but I think he, he's a better he's a better mid-range shooter. Okay. Scal can shoot that mid-range at a pretty good clip. He has better shooting form than Biggie does. I agree. I don't know. I he just, gets bodied more than Big Biggie doesn't get moved. Right, but let's think well, about if, what if, you say about about um Biggie. Dude, he just throws his body around and he picks up dumb fouls. You say Caleb Swanigan sucks. Think about that statement for a second. <laughs> but I back, <laughs> haven't I not backed it up though? You do, you do. <laughs> I don't just leave it at that. No, I know. Um, so so Chad doing, he people are kind of like posting because Miami came back to town. Myers was not with the team, and people were like, "Miss you, Myers. Thank you for seven years here in Portland." And mm-hmm. posted a video about yeah. thanking him, which was nice. And Chad shit all over it. That was wrong. But then I read an article. Yes. I read an article about both sides of the story, really. Yeah. And then I'm reading Chad's explanation, which is basically the explanation that you gave for liking and appreciating Chad. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, motherfucker, Jake's right. 
I hate him still. And I don't think he handles things well. And I think Chad the Body likes to have all these hot takes and be the mm-hmm. contrarian and look at me, look at me. But when you're talking about having an opinion about money and wasting money and Chad was like, listen, Myers is a great guy. He's my son's favorite player of all time. Mm-hmm. I like Myers as a person. But if the overall goal here is to win a championship and we're wasting money on somebody who's not developing, I'm going to say something. I'm going to call it out. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that notion. He doesn't notion. do it in a particularly good way. No. He does it in a way that's going to grab headlines because he yes. knows what exact words out of his longer diatribe is going to is going to make a headline. It's going to trigger me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like I you, it's dumb people people shitting on Myers. The person was terrible. Like you're never, you're not actually going. Like nobody is going to turn down ten million dollars a year, whether hell whether no. you personally think you deserve it or not. If someone offers it that to you, hell yeah, you're taking it. You tell them no, I don't deserve it. No, nobody <laughs> is. Nobody. And you try to figure it out on the back end. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, you know, as much as he tried, that guy worked his a- everything is everything that I've read from every beat reporter says Myers was always available to the media. Always took criticism and always tried to do work his ass off to get better, and it didn't translate on the court. Right. You want to critique his, his play on the court? That is one hundred percent on the table mm-hmm. as a fan. But to critique the person, that is way too far. Right. And I think some people can't separate those two. For sure. I don't. That's why I don't like him. No, I get it. But <laughs> I started loving him because of how many donut references to, to Raymond Felton he he makes, yeah. which is so fantastic to me because I hate Raymond Felton. Why? For what he did to Portland. What did he do to Portland? He came in, fat and out of shape, mm-hmm. and then blew up the entire team. On a lockout season. Yeah. On a lockout season. Everyone was out of shape. But he way more than most. <laughs> Weighed more or way more? Both. <laughs> and then and then was a cancer in the locker room. Ultimately, he got Nate McMillan fired, which was the right thing. Yes. But like he turned Camby against the... I, I, that was just such a toxic... Like that should have been a good team. Okay, but everyone blames Jamal too, and Jamal's probably the nicest guy ever. I don't know who. I don't know why anybody would blame Jamal. I don't, I haven't heard anybody. He like, gets grouped in there with Felton as part of the reason. Oh, part that of the was poison. no. That was Camby, Wallace, and Felton. Oh, Anaconda Cock. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Wallace, right? Yeah. 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 Crash. Uh, yeah, he was amazing. He was amazing, dude. The crowds like Portland is. I mean, they've been a little looser about who they chant, mm-hmm. but Myers or uh, Gerald Wallace chants, Marcus Camby chants, like those guys. Portland laps, latches on Portland fans. I don't know if this is true for every other NBA fan yeah. base, but I feel like we, not me necessarily, but a lot of Portland fans or you or anybody else, but just it seems like there is some weird support for like the third string guard. On Portland, people loved Hazonia in the preseason. People loved Wade Baldwin, like they Patty Mills. These, oh, these, I love Patty Mills. I like Patty, but <laughs> it's just there's just seems to be this over there's overvaluation by Portland to guys that I honestly agree. are really not that good. Shabazz, Shabazz, same thing. Like what we replaced him with Seth Curry, and everybody forgot about Shabazz. Yeah. Shabazzle Dazzle. Isn't that, isn't that like, right? Everybody loved him. He was like, oh, we can't possibly get rid of him. I can't believe Neil O'Shea's letting him walk. Same with Jake Lehman, like Pat Connaughton. Oh, he, I like Pat. I like Pat too, but <laughs> he was a little overvalued. I mean, yes. he's averaging yeah. like four points in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. 
There, like was, there was a Portland beat writer, I forget his name, who said that Connaughton was going to be better than Alan Crabb was for Portland, and then that never materialized. I mean, they were kind of the same. They were essentially the same, right? Yeah. There was another one, Alan Crabb, that we thought we could not leave. Yeah. We couldn't let him go. He's the best. And then where is he right now? He's right on the bench in Atlanta. Well, what about Gary Trent? Junior. I mean. Don't say a word negative about him, dude. Every time we've needed a shot, he's given us that shot. Not last night he didn't. Well, nobody shot well last night. No, nobody did. So you can't blame him. Blame everyone. <laughs> I just, you just said every time we needed one, we needed one last night and it didn't okay. fall for me. I didn't watch last night. But the. That's the problem. He I was didn't long. Mello was so bad last night. Was he? So bad. I he, feel like he's he been just kept a little he's like, forceful. He's very forceful and he didn't, he does not pass out of the double team. Teams are realizing that it's like, it's always been his problem when he gets oh. double teamed, when he tries to go bully ball, mm-hmm. he just will throw it up. He does. I've noticed him doing that. Or he doesn't know where to go with it, and Mm -hmm. he'll just throw it away. The problem is is that when he's in that second unit, when Dame's on the floor, nobody tries to cut to bail him out. I watched it. He threw it away right to a defender in a big possession last night Uh because he got double teamed with his back to the basket. All other players, standing. On the perimeter, standing. Standing. Nobody nobody cut to help him. That's a big problem. That's huge. Yeah. Yikes. Gary is the real deal, dude. I will say that there's potential there for Gary Trent Jr. For because sure. he shoots so well. Better than Simons. Simons was hot last night. Was he? Yeah, he had five, he was for, he was five for five from three. How many assists did he have? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Gary's defense, dude. That guy is a dog. Mm-hmm. I, I see in Gary the that dog mentality that I've been wanting on this team, mm-hmm. with that we have not had since Wesley Matthews. I think it's a fair comparison. He wants to go at dudes, and mm-hmm. he will fight over screens. Well, and just he, to, will... he got into Donovan Mitchell's head. Did you see Donovan? Oh, yeah, I saw. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell was not happy. But And you see what Dame said? Yeah. Dude, stop. Just stop. Because mm-hmm. Gary went at him. He wanted that assignment. He went for it. Yeah. I appreciate that. And Donovan was so stupid as that Donovan was that chip on the shoulder, like, rookie when he came in. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wore... Dude, I was so mad on that jazz call. Mm-hmm. Goaltending, yeah, and I was like, somebody needs to send this dude the definition of a goaltend, because remember when he wasn't a, they were like, you're not a rookie because you were actually in last year, but you didn't play that first year, so you're technically a rookie now or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he wore that Adidas shirt that had the definition of what a rookie was printed on the front of it. So then everyone was commenting like, send him the definition of a goaltend. Like, does he have that in his special I dictionary? Know, right? Yeah. <laughs> The Jazz might be my new least favorite team. Dude, I love the Jazz, too, and I love their potential, but what a bunch of babies, yeah. dude. They're well, whining see, you, so hard. Did you see Gobert mocking Dame after the goaltend? I, no, on I heard court, him saying no. On the court. What was he doing? Oh, he was just gesturing towards Lillard, like acting like Lillard was a crybaby or whatever. Oh. Yeah. On the court. And then afterwards, when they like they asked him, like, was it a goaltend? And then he was like, he gave like some... Non non answer non answer but wow it was just I don't That's know annoying. it was an, it was super annoying and then Donovan Mitchell just didn't even choose to talk about it at all but wanted to complain about Gary Trent Jr. Got I, him yeah got him did okay you, but did you hear what those those refs though said to apparently said to yeah. CJ those guys yeah. like it wasn't even close are you kidding me you clowns That's vindictive. They're pissed at the players for crying about shit. Yeah, and I think the reason why Portland didn't get any calls last night. Dame just getting hacked, hacked, hacked mm-hmm. all night long. Ariza, too, getting completely bodied down low. Nothing. Like hit going up for layup, getting hit low. Mm-hmm. Nothing. 
other end. I, I think the, the refs are – because the league didn't find Lillard. I think the refs are sending a message to Portland. You criticized us. We're going to send a message back. Really? I think, dude, these, these NBA refs, in my opinion, man, if you watch them night to night, they're so bad. And I think they're also allowed to have such an ego because the league coddles them. Yeah. The league completely insulates them and protects them from any sort of criticism. And they have a they have a complex. Tell me these refs don't have a complex. Yeah. If, and imagine for one second if they were fined for the mistakes – like CJ suggested, mm-hmm. they would be far better than they are now. They'd be held to account. Yeah. Or at minimum, make them come and actually have to answer, like the pool reports, Ooh. have to actually give that live. Yes, to I media. like that. And make them have to actually explain what it is they saw or didn't see. Yeah. The best thing about that Jazz game, it was on national TV. Mm-hmm. And everybody had something to say about it. I've never seen announcers. Like, announcers always use words like, oh, that's controversial, blah, 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 blah. No, the two people that were calling that game, from the minute, from the second it happened, that's a terrible call. Yeah. I cannot believe that happened. That, that happened. That's inexcusable. For Portland's broadcasters, mm-hmm. ESPN broadcasters, and on the Jazz broadcast, they were like, that's a goaltend. And then all the other NBA players watching were like, mm-hmm. you've got to be kidding me. Celebrities. And then I think the nail in the coffin was Wooj saying, that's the worst call I've ever seen. Yeah. So, Rip City, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got to get out of here. All right, man. Thanks for hanging. For sure. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. We got a lot to talk about next week. I, we didn't get to um, what's going on with the State Department and what's going oh. on with the Justice Department. We'll get to that next week. It's okay. Time, time pressing, but it's crazy. Send me. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.